This is an excerpt from my story, Down with the Sickness. A figure dressed in black walked down the dimly lit alley, staying in the darkest shadows. Several feet behind, a man crept along and pulled a gun from his pocket. He lunged for the person in black, but found himself holding only a jacket, not his would-be victim. Cursing, he looked around, and something flashed in front of him. He tried to speak, but gurgled instead, blood spurting from the fresh gash on his throat. Visit MythMart at www.mythmart.com. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Carry on my way, one son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Don't you cry. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 115 of Lupus Bits. I am your host, Lupa. Whew, I can get that all out in one breath. Yay me! Um, it is the 23rd of December. Holy moly! Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, or Merry Happy whatever you celebrate. Um, it is the time of year, I guess, to reflect and to um, stay warm. Wherever you are, stay warm. I'm glad I'm not back in Canada because they're getting stupid weather over there right now. They're calling the storm that they're getting right now the worst storm ever. And I'm checking the weather network because I keep getting alerts. And the weather network where I live in Georgina says winter storm warning right now it is 36 degrees it feels like 27 and it's raining and snowing at the same time and it says it's going to have snow and ice pellets for the next three hours and i was showing um dave last night the storm was coming in and they actually the the weather network app actually had live chat set up so that you could click on that and talk to them so that you could make sure you were prepared for the storm. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. They are expecting um, a major winter storm expected Friday and Saturday. Travel will become hazardous. Wind gusts up to 90 kilometers an hour, which to as Mike on the three nose would say to the Google machine. Um, what is 90 kilometers per hour in miles? So that is. Just give me the conversion. Don't tell me how to do it. Nope, you're wrong. It's 55. Can't drive 55, but the wind can. 
So it's going to be about 55 miles per hour, creating widespread blowing snow, which will reduce visibility to near zero at times. Think Millennium Falcon going into hyperspeed. That's what it'll look like driving at night. During the day, it's just white. You can't see anything. You can't make out shapes. It's like you're driving in white sheets. Um, they're looking at between 5 to 15 centimeters of snow by Saturday morning. Um, overall, they're looking at 127 centimeters, which is about four feet of snow that this storm is going to bring. So it's uh, going to be ugly. And uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm not there. Because uh, we all know I don't do snow. <laughs> I don't do snow at all. Um, it's going to be snowy on Christmas Eve. And cold. So, yeah, I'm glad I'm not there. Yeah, so I'm really glad I'm not going to be there. Um, it's just, it's ugly. My landlady, I was talking to her yesterday, and she's the building manager, and she was out shopping, getting everything set so that she didn't have to go out again over the next few days because it's just, it's going to be that bad. So, yeah, glad I'm not there. It's cold enough here in California that I'm, you know, a little grumbly, but there's no snow on the ground. I can see snow on the mountains, and that's where I like my snow, at a distance. I can look at it. I can go, yep, it's pretty, it's winter, there's the snow, it's over there. I don't have to walk in it, I don't have to drive in it, I don't have to have it fall on me, I don't have to have it blow in my face and freeze my nose, I don't have to wear a hat or a scarf or mittens or boots or a big puffy winter coat, nothing. I can throw on a hoodie and go. It's great, I love it. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it's almost Christmas. And... I've noticed, I've kind of been reflecting a little bit because um, winter solstice just passed, which is the 21st, 20th and the 21st, which from the 20th to the 21st, that's the longest night of the year. And what happens is there are 12 hours of dark and 12 hours of light. It's when the light and the dark are perfectly even. And then from that point on, if you're tracking the amount of light that you get every day, you will start to notice that the hours of light will increase and the hours of dark will decrease, which means the light is coming back and the warm is coming back and it's going to be lovely again. And we are coming out of the dark times. And a lot of people use the darker months of the year to do some inward reflecting and to do some... Um, spiritual work, do some emotional work, some mental work, whatever they need to do. But the darker times of the year are also very hard on people who suffer from depression. Because whether you suffer from bipolar disorder, manic depressive, anything that brings you down, any uh, mental disorder that brings you down, you have a harder time in the winter months managing that. Because, especially if you live in a climate like Ontario, because you can go seven, eight, nine days before you see the sun. It's just gray and cloudy 
and snowing and miserable. And I have actually noticed here in California where, you know, they call it the land of the never ending sun. Um, it's always sunny in California. Well, no, it's not. I have actually noticed there are a lot of cloudy days and dark, dreary days in the wintertime in California. It's not as sunny as they, as they say, like today, today was a great day, but, um, a lot of people will use this time to kind of hermit and work on themselves, but people that live alone, people that struggle with um, mental illness, winter's a hard time for them. So kind of keep them in your mind when you're out and about or you've got your phone in your hand and you're messaging. Just shoot your friends a message and just check in. You don't have to have a big, long, I'm here for you. And you don't have to post a status on Facebook to let somebody know you're always listening. Message them. That's how people know you're listening. That's how people know you're there. Not some grand status on Facebook. Not some, you know, well-versed video on Instagram or TikTok. Pick up the phone. Click the person's name in your contacts. Send them a text and say, hey. How's it going? Thought I'd say hi. That's how those that suffer know that you are listening, that you do care. Because everything else, in my opinion, everything else is just lip service. You're just putting that up there. Because if you are seriously struggling with depression, and I've been I've been kind of reflecting a lot on this lately since um, the news broke about Twitch. If you don't know who he is, he was the DJ on the Ellen show and um, he had been there for like 10 years, 12 years. Um, and he committed suicide. Nobody knew. But if you're if you're struggling, you're not going to see a status on Facebook that says, if you need help, reach out to me. I'm here. If you know anything about mental illness, if you know anything about depression, you don't reach out because you don't want to be what you perceive as a burden. You want to eliminate that problem from your loved one's lives. And you have convinced yourself that you are the problem. And that they would be a lot happier without you. So you're not going to reach out to somebody and say, hey, I need help. Because you're going to feel like you're being a burden. So while those statuses on Facebook are great and they do bring awareness for mental illness, they don't really help the person who needs it the most. And that's the one that's struggling. So if you really want to make people aware that you are there, that your coffee pot is always on, that your table is always available to sit at and have a cup of tea, pick up your phone, call your buddy that you know that has depression and say, hey, why don't you stop by for coffee? Let's go out and grab a beer. Whatever. How you doing? That's all you need to do. Because it lets that person know you're thinking of them. Or they're thinking of you. So, 
you know, that's not exactly where I had planned on going when I started this little speech, <laughs> but that's where we ended up. Reach out to those people. But no, what I was, where I was heading with this was it's Christmas. And whether you celebrate Christmas, whether you celebrate Yule, whether you celebrate Hanukkah, there's always a common thread that I've noticed between any um, celebration around this time of year, and that's family. People tend to spend this time of year with their families, with those that they love, and or they try and get in touch with them. So hug your families. Hug your loved ones. And if you're far away, like I'm far away from a lot of my loved ones. And that is by choice because I'm with other loved ones. Uh, my children are all grown and um, have lives of their own. And my brother has a life of his own. My sister has a life of her own. And, you know, we all kind of go our own ways. Now, my brother and my sister are getting together for Christmas because they're in the same province. And my sister's kind of homeless until spring. <laughs> they own a home. They just can't get to it. But my mom's in Florida and I'm in California and, you know, we're all kind of spread around. But we are going to live stream on Christmas Day, I think. That is at least mom's um, mom's wish. She wants us to all set up a camera somewhere and just live stream so that she can kind of watch. And, you know, you pop by the camera every now and again. And say, I'm all my doing. You know, um, so that she feels like we're all together, which is fine. We tried to do that last year, too, I think. We, we did it over COVID. We Zoomed Christmas because we had to stay in our pods. We had to stay in our little bubbles. And our bubbles couldn't mix because my bubble was where I was living. So I could mix my bubble. I could go and mix with my sister's bubble because they were very confined as well. And they didn't mix outside of the, their home cluster. And when I went home, I didn't mix outside of my home cluster. So we knew we were all safe. But my brother's bubble had 17 other bubbles attached to it. So we didn't get to see my brother over Christmas. I haven't seen my brother at Christmas time in four years. You know. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. And sorry, I'm trying to do two things and my brain is just not. This is the second podcast I've done today. So my brain's kind of a little mushy. But no, it's Christmas and I notice people tend to speak a little softer and they tend to be a little nicer unless you're at the Walmart. <laughs> ah, the Walmart at Christmas. If you've been to the Walmart near any major holiday, you know. They really should put padding on the front of those cards because it's just way too tempting to ram them into somebody who's being a jerk. And about every fifth person is nice. It's the other four that are being jerks. You want to hit them with the cart. I make a game out of it um, because I want to ram people with my cart on a regular. 
at the Walmart. And it doesn't even have to be near a special holiday or anything. It's just Walmart. Target is much nicer. They're much nicer at Target. But I think that's because Target is so expensive. There are fewer people there. And the Walmart, you're cheek and jowl with everybody. Like everybody and they, have to, they cram the aisles with so much stuff. Two carts can barely get down one side. And I think they're trying to direct traffic so that you go down one side and you come up the other side. But it never works out that way. you got to put up a sign. People will follow signs. They'll follow stickers on the floor for the most part. If you want them to go one down one way and up the other way, put a sign. You're going to get the odd idiot that's going to, you know, buck the system. But for the most part, yes, that would be you. But for the most part, people will find it easier if everybody's going in one direction one way and the other direction the other way. It's like salmon swimming upstream. But they have these displays in the aisle, and they're huge. And I think the thing that boggles my mind the most is they have them right in front of the cash registers, too. So... There's nowhere for you to go while you're waiting to get to the cash register. There's these big stupid displays full of cakes and cookies and cinnamon buns. And why is this here? I get last minute shopping, but it's Walmart. By the time people get to the checkout, they just want to get the hell out. They're not going to be throwing more stuff into their cart. They're going to be taking stuff out because now they're thinking it's going to take too long to get through the checkout. And if they don't get out of the store, they're going to go postal. I've seen people do it. Like, you know what? I really don't need this. It's going to take too long. That didn't have a price tag. It's going to take too long. And they just go. The funniest thing that I ever saw, though, we went to the Walmart one day. And I couldn't believe it. Not one checkout was open. Not one. There were no cashiers at any of the check at the registers. Not one. The only thing that was open was self-serve. And I'm kind of looking at the self-serve line and I'm thinking, you know what? They're not paying me enough. They're not paying me to check my own groceries, bag my own groceries, put them in the cart, and take them to the car. That is not my job. That is not why I come to a store. If I wanted to ring up my own food, I would grow it in my backyard. I would go to a fruit stand or a farmer's market and buy it there. No, I come to the big box stores because somebody's going to be standing at that till. They're going to put my stuff in the bag that they're going to charge me five cents for. I'm going to put it in a cart. I'm going to take it out and I'm going to put it in my car. And I'm going to bring it home. If you're going to have me check my own groceries, you're going to be taking money off my grocery bill. You're going to be discounting me some money. The bed be coupons waiting at the grocery at the till when I get there, if I have to run my own groceries. So that's, and they don't give you much space either. Like the self-checkout is supposed to be for people. I'm sorry, did I interrupt your writing? Did you give up? No. I'm sorry. No, you're Okay. He was trying to write while I was recording, and I think I got too loud and obnoxious. And he was paying more attention to what I was saying, because I am kind of funny, than what he was writing, so... <laughs> now he's over here listening. Say hi to the audience. Hi, audience. <laughs> See, he's right here. Don't stare at me. It makes me nervous. You know that. 
He's staring at me. Anyway. So, yeah, there was no cashiers at... Do you remember that? No cashiers that day at the checkout? They had to go through the self-checkout? Yeah, that was the only one open. Yeah, the self-checkout was the only one open. And there wasn't even a girl there either. She was sitting on a bench, sitting on a stool at the door waiting to look at your till, make your receipt to make sure you actually cashed everything through. Could have made a mad dash and got everything for free. I don't even think she looked at the, the receipts. She just takes a little highlighter and away she goes. Could have saved a couple hundred dollars. Right? <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, it's Christmas, and we have plans. We actually have plans. We do. We didn't have plans last year, except just spending it together. Um, we have actually have plans this year. Uh, we're all done our shopping, except for the uh, stocking stuff, which we will get. Tomorrow, probably. When you get off work? No, we can't. I'll give you my evening. Don't go by myself. See what I have to put up with, people? Not to... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I invited you. <laughs> he's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's doing. He's never been this invested in my podcast before. He's usually over there scrolling on his phone, and now he's sitting here staring at me. I think it's because he's giving up CEO and chair in... Eight days. Nine days. Nine. Nine days. Yeah, the countdown is on. Um, so he's either trying to insert his dominance and get his last little bit of rain in before, or, you know, he's making sure no one ever puts him back in. Um, and this, that's now on here. Don't take it out. Oh. <laughs> Just in case the world didn't know, which I'm surprised people actually don't know. Dave and I are together. We are dating. We've been together for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we're not friends. Okay, we're not just friends. Uh, anyway, what? Huh? What? No, You're in the podcast now. You're here. You're invested. I now welcome my guest to the studio audience. Hey, boys and girls. Welcome <laughs> to the bit. Oh, we're uh, going out this year with a bang. <laughs> no, there is actually one more podcast before the year is over. Yes, you have the year end. I do. I do. The 30th. Ooh. Yeah. I have another podcast. I've done a lot of podcasts. I've been around for a while. There's like 115 of Lupa's Bits. I now have three of what the hell did I just watch under my belt? And I keep going the way these movies are. There's going to be a lot more of those. I enjoy those. I did. I did. You have to, if you, if you don't check out the magazine um, and you only listen to my podcast, loser, <laughs> <laughs> you have to go and check, I'm kidding. You have to go and, no, not, you have to go and check out the magazine and go to the movie review section because we watched a movie and it was painful. We watched Smile, and I did a review on Smile, and then I challenged moviegoer Grimm to watch the movie, and he did a review on the movie. <laughs> um, he made it, what, 50 seconds more? No, 40, yeah. 49 seconds more. 49 than seconds more than I did. I made it 43 minutes and 11 seconds. He made it 44 minutes. So he only made it 
a few seconds, not... Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, he only made it a few more seconds than I did. Um, I think that's because he was fumbling to find the remote. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's horrible. You have to go listen to the... You have to read his review and then listen to my review. Or the other way around, whatever. But it's a horrible movie. And um, I, I believe I'm owed some penance for that. <laughs> Mind you, we both <laughs> we both went into that with high hopes, and well, yeah, because the critics said that it was really oh yeah, good and scary and creepy, and even um, Jeff Bloom from Bloomhouse said that it was one of the scariest things he's ever seen. I think that boy needs to go and have his head examined. Maybe he was talking about how scary it was. The acting was so. Scary. Oh yeah. Or he was just being sarcastic, because, I mean, there's no way that... I've seen some of the things that Bloomhouse does, and, you know, like Insidious, and... Um, Fantasy Island, that was horrible. That was a horrible movie to watch, that was painful. But Insidious was scary, and um, The Possession, I think Bloomhouse did The Possession. All of the Insidiouses were, were really freaking scary, but the one with the writer, uh, Ethan Hawke, I think, played the writer. In that one, or C. Thomas Howell. I don't know. One of them, anyway. All right, go back to your uh, Walmart story, you know. Are you running away now? No, I'm grabbing my phone. Oh, okay. See, now he's going to scroll. He's lost interest. Anyway, um, yeah, people are nicer except when you go to Walmart. But we have plans this year. We are, well, he's working tomorrow. And then tomorrow night, um, is always having a sleepover. So we'll be hiding up here because the uh, living room will be teenage infested. Preteen infested, actually. Yeah. And I think Zoe said she's going to hook up her switch to the TV and it's just, yeah, we're going to hide up here. Um, and then Saturday, once Zoe's little friend goes home, uh, we're going to go and get all of the, we could go tomorrow night and take the girls with us and just send them off in one direction and we go in the other direction. This is California. Right. Never mind. Um, anyway, we have to get the stocking stuffers. Uh, like, you know, little candies and stuff like that for the stockings. We'll either do that. We'll, we have to do that Saturday. We don't have a choice. It has to be done Saturday. Um, and then Saturday night, we're going out for dinner with his Aunt Jackie. And then we're going to go to this place. Um, you drive through. You can drive through or you can walk and look at all the Christmas lights. I think it's like a gated community and they open the gates for us common folk to come in and see all the pretty lights. It's an old age community. Oh, it's one of those 55 plus things? Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go do that and then we're going to come back and have hot chocolate and watch a Christmas movie and maybe have a fire. Sounds good. I have to move the stockings, though. They'll be all melty and it'll just be bad. Now, is that all, like, undercover talk for, like, cocaine and... No. Okay. 
No, we're not doing any of that. That's that's Christmas Day. Oh, okay. We have to go to your mom's Christmas Day. For your sisters. So that's where the cocaine and alcohol is going to come in. Gotcha. Just to get us through the day. Right. <laughs> Actually, your sister doesn't want us to come over till five. So we're <laughs> good. <laughs> Show up, eat, and leave. Here's your gifts. Goodbye. Thanks, Ruth. Um, yeah, I was planning on cooking a big Christmas dinner, but I'm not. Yeah, we have to get that Saturday, too. Mm. Oh, hopefully there's still hams and stuff. We should have gone out today. But anyway. Um, and you've probably noticed the magazine's a little late. Is it? I'm sure it will be. Okay. <laughs> have you coded anything? Did you send me anything? It's going to... Would you like me to? No, it's good Okay, well, it's going to be a little late then. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how things are decided. <laughs> Just like that. Um, this month has been really, really busy. In our defense, this month has been crazy. The girls have been off school. They went off to Big Bear. We've had numerous things happening in our personal lives. Um, I do want to send out a heartfelt condolence to my cousin, um, and to my aunt Shirley and my uncle Victor, my cousin's wife, Colleen, who has been battling cancer for the last forever. Uh, she passed away early this morning. So my, uh, cousin Cole, you know, you're in my prayers. Uh, yeah, Stuart. Sorry. Anyway, um, I don't care. Who doesn't listen to my podcast? None of my family listens to my podcast. Are you kidding? <laughs> Why would they listen to my podcast? They don't listen to my podcast. Anyway, carrying on. Carrying on. Um, I don't remember where I was going. But yeah, it's Christmas. It's going to be exciting around here. We oh yeah, this month has been crazy busy. We've been fighting um, a stomach bug that took us all down. Yeah. And it wasn't like a cough, cold thing. No. No. This was like, it had Lily doing like the full-on exorcist bleh, everywhere. Um, it hit Jay. It hit both of us. Um, and it could go either end. Yeah. Not to give you too too much information, but, you know. It was painful, it was awful, and I don't think we're quite recuperated from it. Now the girls have come back from Big Bear and they both have colds, so now we're battling that. Um, I've got an ear thing going on. It's just, December has been a mess. Uh, I couldn't get into my email for a couple of days, I'm not sure what happened there, but I finally got in today, yay. <laughs> I was panicking a little bit. Um, so that's why all of the notifications were late, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's been a, a December with Christmas. December is a bit of a crazy month because you've got all the, the Christmas stuff that goes on at the school for the kids. Um, that the last week for them was insane. There was ugly sweater day. There was pajama day. There was girls in pearls and guys in ties. There was, um, we missed one day. Oh, 
Christmas hat day and, and yeah, it was, it was crazy, crazy. And then you've got like regular everyday life. And don't forget corporate stuff too. And all the corporate stuff, board meeting and, and all of that stuff going on and the end of the year, all the, the tax filings and <laughs> he's crumbling over here. <laughs> so in our defense, I know the magazine has been late the last few months, but things have kind of gotten really crazy. And you have to understand, I hope that you understand, that there isn't a team of people that work on this magazine. Um, we're getting, we get emails all the time that say thanks to you and your team. And I just want to clarify that there isn't a team. It's me and him. That's it. That's all. Me and him. I edit. He codes. Out it goes. So. To be fair, though, it was never designed to get as big as it is. Yeah, like we, when I took over, we were averaging maybe 15 stories a month. And now, uh, consistently we are over 30 most of the time we're up around the 40 mark once we add in all of the artwork um so for him to code each and every single page by hand which he does every month he doesn't do it's not a drag and drop template it is html coding um it's hard it's hard and when I'm struggling with the editing, it kind of puts him behind because he has nothing he can code. You know, it's it's a, a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. So most of the time, it's my fault. So I will, I will, I'll shoulder the blame on this. Well, yeah, you're going to be a CEO, so you're going to have to kick a lot right now. Yeah, I am. I got good thing I got broad shoulders. So yeah. I am taking over as CEO of the Jason Dark Myth Company as of January 1st. I don't know if there will be like, well, you'll be at work. You'll be asleep December 31st because you work New Year's Day. Yeah. So there will be no passing of the baton at midnight. There will be no handing of the hat at 12.01. Really? He will be snoring more than likely. I will be awake. I will wake him up at midnight so that I can have my midnight kiss on New Year's Eve and then he'll roll over and go back to sleep. And drool. And drool. Yeah, and drool. <laughs> but in his defense, we both drool. <laughs> we both drool. And I drool on his shirt. Um, we will fall asleep sometimes. I'll have my head on his chest and I will fall asleep. And we'll be watching like supernatural or something and he'll wake me up at the end of the episode so that we can go to you know i can roll over and he can roll over and he'll have like this big wet spot on his shirt and he's very sweet about it he never says anything about it he doesn't tease me about drooling on his shirt but i know i do because it's all over my face too <laughs> so. sorry he's shopping on amazon so it caught my attention i was i was looking um Bed before desk. Meh. Meh. 
I have done the best I can with this bed. It's it's in rough shape. Um, and no, Mike, I don't want to hear the comments. <laughs> I already got them from Gary. Anyway, so yeah, I will be CEO of the company. I'm not still not sure quite how I feel about that. I suppose I need to decide really, really soon, don't I? Um, and Walter Esselman, Walter G. Esselman, will be taking over as chairman for the board of directors. Um, Josh, how do you pronounce his last name? Adante. Adante will be our chief business officer because Alan is stepping down. And uh, Gary. Falls Jr. Gary Falls Jr. will be our chief financial officer. Jay Bailey is taking over as manager of the OCC. Chief director. Chief director. See, this is why I need him around. So don't think for one minute as I'm being CEO that he's not going to be right there beside me, helping me out, answering my questions, giving me suggestions, writing me out a template of what he thinks I should say. <laughs> it's like a 90 day warranty. After 90 days are up, you're screwed. <laughs> so I can return I can return the package within the first 90 days. If the board of directors says yes. <laughs> the board of directors will say yes if I threaten them. Pausing for a drink. Oh. Dead air. There's not dead air. I was pausing for a drink. You could hear the liquid sloshing. Excuse me. Anyway, yeah, I'm kind of struggling tonight. I'm 36 minutes in. This feels like it's taking forever, and I have to do 45. But I don't have a whole lot to talk about this. I know I've missed the last couple of weeks. And, um, again, we've been sick. Let's talk about yesterday. Christmas movies and purchases. Oh, we did like a total Christmassy, Christmas childhood thing yesterday. Last night, we watched, first we watched Frosty. That was Zoe's pick. And then we watched Rudolph, which was Lily's pick, and she fell asleep halfway through. Actually, I think she was felt, she was asleep within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. I was the only one left watching it. Zoe was scrolling on her phone. Dave was scrolling on his phone. I was the only one paying attention. And then, uh, and then I got to choose one. And I watch, I've watched it every year since I was a kid. And I could never remember what it was called. So there were a few years that I did miss it because we didn't have internet. So it's not like I could just type in, you know, the description of the movie and up pops the movie. Which is what I did last night. I typed in the description of the movie. Clockmaker's son pisses off Santa. Twas the night before Christmas. Yep, that's the name of the movie. Twas the night before Christmas. And it's got this one song in it, um, Even a Miracle, and it just, it chokes me up every single time, and he was laughing at me, because I am sitting over there, and they're singing this song, and I'm just <laughs> getting all teary-eyed, and, and my little foot's tapping away, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Felt like I was a little kid again, with a little kid sleeping on me. But yeah, so we watched Old Fashioned Christmas old-timey Christmas shows last night. 1950, Yeah, and they were all by um, Rankin and Bass. Yeah. 
It was funny because every single one, Frosty, Rudolph, and both of those are claymation, were by Rankin and Bass. And then we get to Twas the Night Before Christmas. What do you know? Rankin and Bass. So I'm beginning to think that they had the monopoly on Christmas shows. So we'd have, we're have we going to have to look up um, the one with Baby New Year. Oh, yeah, there's, well, there's a Christmas. Let's go to the Google. Ooh, the Google machine. Um, there is a Christmas movie. So let's let's Chris let's Google and see what it says. Christmas movie about baby new year. Um Rudolph Shiny New Year. So it's part two to Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It's all the same characters and it's called Rudolph Shiny New Year. Does it ring a bell now? Yes. Now it's ringing a bell. Kinda. So. I admit nothing. Yeah, <laughs> he pleads the fifth because you know we're in the state. There, see, is that? I'm showing him pictures. Yeah. Yeah. There's Hermie and Rudolph, and there's Baby New Year. There's Bumble, but they dyed Bumble. Bumble's not blue anymore. Bumble's brown. I don't know what they did to Bumble. I don't know who that is. Father Time, maybe. Yep, Father Time. But, uh, yeah, so. Um, but we didn't watch Snow, the one with Snow Miser, the Heat Meister. I am a Snow Miser. Yeah, yeah which, what is that one? Heat Miser and Snow Miser. What movie is that? Let's see. Oh. Spin the Wheel. What movie can you come up with? Um, a year without Santa Claus. A year, yep, a year without Santa Claus. That's what that movie is. So we have to watch that one too. Not that that was one of my favorite ones. I, yeah, I like the classic, like Frosty. Yeah. Um, and it was the night before Christmas, which there was a, but I had the book. And the book that I had was one of the original, um, I'm trying to do two things again. You do it. We believe in you. Um, I had a vintage book. I think my mom bought this in like the 70s when I was a kid. Uh, there it is. I'm going to punch you. Uh, there it is. Right there. That's the book that I had. Yeah, it was. And it was a big one, too. And it was the old English. Like, it had, um, this was printed, release date was October 1997. That can't be right. So you're not that old. I'm just faking it. <laughs> um, let me see. Is that it? That might have been it. I don't remember what the cover looked like, actually. It was kind of scary. Um, hang on. It was the night before Christmas, book vintage 1970s. I was born in the 70s, so I'm just not going to say when. Is that it? You're not going to say 72? You know what? They already know I'm old. 
You know, at some point, somebody's listening to this laughing their ass off. Oh, oh, I know. I know. I'm bringing the... You're bringing the what? I'm bringing the entertainment. (laughs) You're bringing the heat? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) It's the first time we've actually podcasted inadvertently. Oh, no. This isn't inadvertent. Oh, this was intentional. You decided to crash my podcast. I did. Ah, I see. There's madness to your method. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it was the old, the original, um, they didn't clean up like, you know, like, I can't even think of what I'm trying to say. The words, give me the words to the story. Ah, oh, which was the night before Christmas in Wisconsin. There you go. Cheese. There was lots of cheese. Lots of cheese. All the mice were stirring. Yep. Um, anyway, I used to read. I, I had it read to me. I know it. I've had it read so many times, and I've read it so many times. I know it by heart. Um, but the book I had was the Old English Um the moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. That kind of thing. They didn't, you know, change it. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> it was a good looking chest and a Santa jacket. I'm sorry. I am human. I can peruse the dessert menu. I'm just not allowed to taste the pudding. Yeah, that's what it was. That's It was a golden book. But it was a big golden book. That was it exactly right there. That's the book. And that's what it looked like inside. Yes. I want that. That was my book. See how old it looks? Yeah. And the drawings. It was so cool. Holy moly. Oh, I wish I still had it. We're looking at it right now on um, Etsy. Etsy. They're selling this particular book, Corinne Malvern, 1975, more hardcover, $107.99. Can you believe that? And this is the exact book. Now, the Santa in this book kind of scared me a little bit. He was kind of creepy. But, yeah, I wish I still had that book. And then, of course, you know, I went through my rebellious stage and I, I wrote a poem called Twas the Night Before You, which was fun. Um, but, yeah, that's always been so if you get a chance. And it's just a short little cartoon. It really is. It's maybe half an hour long. Yeah, half an hour long. Yeah, that little movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's about half an hour. Yeah. Um, I'm looking it up to see how long it is. But yeah, I really love the song. Um, it's called Twas the Night Before Christmas. And no, it's not the 2022 Hallmark movie. You don't want that one. 
It's the 1974. Yeah, I believe that was came out in 1974. That's older than you are. It is. <laughs> He's a baby. He's my little boy toy. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's pretty pretty. Ooh, dang. Anyway. I enjoy it. It's one of my favorite um, Christmas traditions, so we watch it. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of Christmas traditions, you're going to have to leave me the card. I don't know how I'm going to do this. What? I have a ton of baking to do by Saturday, by Sunday. I'm going to have to do it all Saturday because we have to take it to your, to your moms, to your sisters. I have to make Sweet Marie bars. I have to make Nanaimo bars. I can make your cake between Christmas and New Year's, along with the banana bread. Okay. And I have to make shortbread. Okay. I can probably make, the, I can make the shortbread. Um, I think I need baking powder. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not getting up at five o'clock in the morning to drive me to work. <laughs> so don't leave me nothing. I'll go out tomorrow night when you get home. Because uh, somebody's got to be here with the kids. Because Zoe's having a sleepover. Sure. So. We can't leave Zoe and Mackenzie here by themselves. Because Lily won't be here. No. But we could take the grocery shopping with us. They could buy their snacks. True. Yes. All right. So you're not going to, you're going to have to come home with dinner. We'll have to have dinner. You're going to have to not be tired. I can't guarantee nothing. Well, you can be tired, but we're still going to go. We got, I got to get stuff. We should have gone out today, but we didn't. I didn't even put pants on. <laughs> I still managed to cook a decent dinner. Yeah, that was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, it's Christmas. See what I mean by hectic schedule? There's just too many things and not enough time. And I'm trying to juggle everything and I'm dropping balls. So I, I have a new planner. Um, he bought me a new planner. It's so cool. It's, it's, it's Jack and Sally, um, Nightmare Before Christmas. And uh, that's only because that's all they had. And I like Jack and Sally. I won't lie. I like Jack and Sally. I'm like a huge Disney, Tim Burton, gotta have everything, you know, not that, but I do like Jack and Sally and it's a planner that I like. So, and I need one because my planner runs out the end of this month. So, it'll be good. Um, I'm kind of struggling a bit right now with an earache, so you have to kind of bear with me. Uh, I got this ear thing. I put drops. My ears have been plugged up. They keep plugging up when I'm sleeping, and as soon as my ear plugs up and I can't hear, I instantly wake up. It's like a, a panic mechanism. I instantly wake up, and I have to unplug my ear, and then I go back to sleep because I can't stand not being able to hear. If I had to lose one of my senses, it would have to be my sight. I could not lose my hearing. I would just, I couldn't do it. Do not trap me inside my own head. Don't do it. Um, so it's, every time my ear plugs up, I wake up and I unplug it and go back to sleep. Well, I thought, well, you know, maybe it's just wax buildup. Let's put some drops in. I put drops in last night, woke up this morning, and I can't hear a damn thing out of it now. It's uh, plugged up pretty good. Ow. And it hurts. And it's starting to ache, and it's starting to ache down my neck, which means it's now down into my sinuses and my ear canal. 
and all that wonderful place. And yay, I don't have any adult cough medicine. Um, I have stuff for mucus, but I don't have any mucus. So anyway, oh my goodness. Oh, you're late because it's bedtime. Um, yeah, so. I apologize that your host is so bored that she's yawning during her podcast. Well, you said you brought the entertainment, and I'm over here yawning, so apparently you're lacking in the entertainment department. <laughs> no, I'm not sleeping well. I haven't slept well for a while. I don't sleep well to begin with. I don't sleep. Most people, they get into bed, they sleep for a solid six hours. Sometimes they sleep for a solid 12. But most people sleep a solid six to eight hours. Un it, what? I said it depends on if I'm medicated. Uninterrupted six hours of sleep. I would give... Well, no, I can't do that. I don't have nuts. I would give my left boob to be able to sleep six hours uninterrupted. Not, you know, rousing and rolling over, not waking up to whatever, solid, uninterrupted six hours of sleep. I would kill for that. I sleep a couple hours. My daughter and I were talking about this because she suffers from sleep sleep fragmentation too. Now, I have insomnia and sleep fragmentation, so I either don't sleep or I sleep for a little bit and then I wake up. Then I sleep for a little bit and then I wake up. Then I sleep for a little bit and then I wake up. And then rinse and repeat. Um, I will. It takes a while for me to fall asleep. And trust me, I have tried everything. I have tried no electronics, just lying there thinking up stuff in my head, and nope, that's not a good idea. I've tried reading and finished the book. Um, I find what works for me to shut my brain off is to watch shows that I've seen before. Supernatural used to be my go-to bedtime show. Uh, because I've seen it so many times, and I could watch it and fall asleep and then, you know, miss five or six episodes because I slept through them. Pick up right where I left off. But then I introduced Dave to Supernatural. He became a fan. And now it just feels weird watching it without him. I can't. I can't watch it without him. Yes, we are that couple. Yeah, we are. We are the, the weird. We don't like to be away from each other. Um, we spend every moment when he's home together. You know, if I'm downstairs, he's downstairs. If he's upstairs, I'm upstairs. We just like to be together. And Supernatural is something that we watch together now. So even when I was back in Canada and I could watch it, I would watch it with him on his. And then, I mean, I could skip ahead and watch where I was, but it felt weird. because, like, no, this is not where I am. I'm, I'm back there with him so I don't I gave up so I'm trying to watch stuff now that I've watched before and it makes me sleepy but the thing is is I only sleep for a couple hours and then something because I sleep just below the surface I don't very rarely will I fall into REM sleep 
and I usually, if I'm going to dream, it will be in the early morning hours. Is when I'll dream. After my medication has worn off. That's when I'll dream. Now, my medication seems to only shut off the dreaming aspect of the sleep. It doesn't actually make me sleep. So, I'll sleep for a few hours. I'll wake up. I'll roll over. I'll get comfortable. I'll lie there for half an hour trying to go back to sleep, fall back asleep, or think I fall back asleep. I'm not sure. Sometimes I think I just lie there. I don't know. And then I'll rouse again, and it's just, it's, I'm always tired. Always tired. But you learn to just kind of go with it, you know? But, yeah, so that's why I'm yawning. Because if I'm not sleeping at all, then I'm sleeping in bits and pieces. So, it's time for bed. <laughs> I think I'm, what do you mean? I need to go because he's over here shopping. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to end this week's here. I am going to wish everybody, and you know what? Politically correct or not, whatever. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Merry, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. What else is there? Happy and Kwanzaa. say no to drugs. Just say no to crack. <laughs> um, be kind. Be kind. And remember, there are people out there that don't have family around, that don't have much in the way of money, especially those that are on disability or pensions. So, you know, maybe... Take them a meal. Take them out for a meal. You know, buy them a warm pair of gloves. Whatever. So, reach out to those that, you know, could use a, a friendly face and a, a, hey, how are you? Um, and always, always, always be the kind friend. And, say it with me, don't, don't lick, lick shit. All right, everybody. We will catch you next week for our year-end podcast. Have a good one. Have a good Christmas. See ya. TTF. Carry on all the wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Don't you cry.